0: From Hidden Brain Media, I'm Shankar Vedantam. This is My Unsung Hero, stories where one person reached out to help another in a time of need. Thank you so much for the chance to tell you about My Unsung Hero. I just left there feeling like there was hope for my situation and my kids. I can never thank you enough for all you've done for me. And I'll never be able to repay you. Thank you. Today's story comes from Emmanuel Jochi. In 2015, Emmanuel was living in his first adult apartment in Chicago. He and his roommate had enough money for rent and food, but they didn't have anything left over for furniture. So he started asking people he knew whether they had anything he could buy for cheap. One day, an acquaintance from college said she had a large beanbag chair she could give him. Emmanuel asked a friend with a car for help. Somehow, they fit the huge chair into his friend's tiny car and got it back to Emmanuel's block.
1: It was directly across the street from a bar. All the smokers outside the bar saw us pull up in this tiny car and start trying to take this giant beanbag out of it. <laughs> and so it was kind of embarrassing. We were trying to do it discreetly and quickly. And um it kept pushing the seat forward to hit the horn so we're causing this massive racket and it's just not it's not working like we we're, were getting like maybe like a centimetre at a time out you know and then I started to hear this particularly maniacal laughter coming from the direction of a bar and this English accent suddenly comes at me what the F are you doing mate <laughs> and I turn around and it's like this older guy he seems a little bit drunk, He's a little plump. He has, like, grey hair. And he's just kind of leading the laughter. And I'm like, right, one of my own that people laughing at me. And then this woman who was much younger, she was, like, in her, like, 20s, came up behind him. It seemed like they knew each other. And she turned to the older guy and was like, "Roy, let's go help them. And so they together helped me get the thing out of the car. And I, like, I hated the older dude. You know what I mean? (laughs) I was like, thanks for your help, but also screw you for, like, laughing at me or whatever. But then, you know what? Midway through, he, I feel like, sort of looked around at my scantily decorated apartment. (laughs) Looked at me and was like, oh, you're English. And was just very, all of a sudden, very interested and very nice. And so he invited me back into the bar. He was like... I'm sorry I laughed at you, let's have a drink. So I go back with him and his woman, I learn that her name is Jenna, his name is Roy. And they are there together with this other woman, Angela, who is Roy's age, who it turns out is like, Roy's like beloved, his partner. And it turns out that Roy and Angela have the most incredible story. <laughs> Angela had studied abroad in England in her youth, like, I don't know, in the 70s or something. And um, they had met and had like a little like romantic, passionate affair.
0: Angela and Roy both went on with their lives and didn't think about each other for a while. Then, many years later, Angela suffered a tragedy. Her brother died.
1: And, you know, in her grief, she just started thinking about people that she'd known in her life. And she thought of Roy randomly. They started talking to each other and um, ended up reuniting in England. But the problem is that Roy, he was in really poor health. The surgery he needed was an experimental one. It was going to be pretty risky. There weren't that many doctors in the UK. that even did it, so the wait list was long. But in America, there were people who would do it, especially in a city like Chicago at Northwestern. So Angela was just like, why don't you just come with me back to the States? And so they came back to the States, they got married, and Roy got his heart surgery. And I think I met them not too long after that. Like Roy was kind of like just getting well enough to be able to, from recovering from surgery, to be able to like socialize again. (laughs) I remember I ended up staying out at the bar with them until close. Yeah, we talked about my anxiety, about making it, whatever that meant to me then. They were just, like, nice adults who were just like, you'll be fine. And also, I think their story was inspiring to me because it was a story of two people who, like, things hadn't worked out for a long time for. (laughs) And then they did work out. And I just remember going to bed that night, just feeling like, is this what adulthood is? You finally get furniture and you, like... (laughs) meet older people in their 60s who have like incredibly inspiring romantic stories and then you go to bed and you wake up and you go to work the next day. That was one of the first nights that I was like, oh, this was this was really great. I just had a really nice experience, the sort of experience that I wanted to have moving to a city like Chicago, you know, where you meet interesting people with interesting stories and like, maybe they help you.
0: <laughs> Emmanuel soon moved to New York for work. He left his furniture behind, so he's not sure what happened with the beanbag.
1: Presumably, like, it got sold on Craigslist or somebody else had to come pick it up in their car or something. Hopefully not a smart car.
0: Emmanuel Jochi is the co-host of the podcast, Reply All. To share the story of your unsung hero with us, record a voice memo on your phone and send it to My Unsung Hero at hiddenbrain.org. If you like the show, please share it with a few friends. Word-of-mouth recommendations make a huge difference. I'm Shankar Vedantham. See you soon.